Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is the 29th of December. We have today, the 30th, the 31st, and on the fourth day, we're walking into 2021. And it sounds like, you know, everybody's talking about the new year, the new year. But it took us a long time to get to talking about next year because this year (laughs) felt like we were, you know, when you're in a dream and you're trying to run fast, but you can't. It's like you're in slow motion. That's what it felt like. But the bigger question is why? What really happened in 2021? Yeah, it felt like a lot of chaos, and sure, it felt messy. It felt polarized. It felt angry. But it was a great example of what it is like to face anything in life where we just don't know better. Our lives before the pandemic, before the politics, before the shutdowns, before the economic turmoil that we faced and our continuing to face, there was a lot that wasn't working in life. People were isolated. People did feel alone in a very busy world. It's like everybody's part got smaller and smaller and smaller, so they felt less and less and less. And I cannot tell you how many times I hear people say, you know, what am I doing here? What are we doing? What's up? And this was prior to 2021. There is a lot of good that happened this past year. You know, when they say God doesn't make mistakes, God doesn't make mistakes. He just doesn't. And when we think that's the case, we all feel punished and we feel upset and we feel hurt. And, you know, we come up with this whole menu of issues. But we got this pandemic that we thought we could control. We thought we could push it to the side. We thought we could overcome it. And it said, oh, no, 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 I've got work to do. And I haven't even gotten started. And what it did was it pulled out every strength we have that we didn't even know we have. We got so used to being rushed and being stressed and 
not sitting with our children and not sitting with our partners and just running through the day, running through our sleep, and then waking up and rinsing and repeating. We were in such a place of repetition that we would even accept driving in a car for two hours to get to where we worked every day and not even think of what it was costing us or costing our families or even costing the job we were going to. So it brought us back to things like life and how do I even want to live my life? Wow, I haven't thought about that in years. I was just doing life, but I wasn't really living it. It pulled us back to each other, to neighbors, to communities, to towns. It made us less dependent outside of our towns and our cities because we have created ways to take care of each other at that level. We've held people who are doing work in our, compu- in our communities, accountable for their jobs. We all just started living behind titles. And then we, we owned those titles. It was like, well, I'm this person and I'm that person. You can't get to me. Get to my people and my people will get to me. And it made it feel impossible to get things done. And we realize that we can just do it. There's no rule stopping me from helping someone, from reaching out, from accepting help if I need it. Our communities stood together. We found each other again. And we started taking care of our homes that we basically just slept in for the most part, but taking care of them, making them livable because now we were living in them. They weren't just showpieces. They weren't just places for you to go in and have breakfast and then leave for the whole day and come back at night. We started including more pets in our homes because we are home, we rediscovered who our children are, or even for many parents that I've spoken to, discovered who our children are. Sitting and doing homework with your kid turned out to be something nobody ever did anymore. So when your child was having trouble in school, it was because they felt alone with all that pressure and stress that was put on them and all anyone cared about was their grade. It was hard to detect the pressure and stress our children had and were under. And yes, they're feeling it now in a different way. But now the the families, the parents, whether we wanted to be or not, are directly involved in our children's everyday life in their pressure, in their stress. And now we're able to teach them how to manage it. 
how to let go here and how to push here, how it doesn't have to be constant, because we're also reteaching ourselves the same thing. And the other big one is our health, the value of our health, the value. That was a huge lesson just this week in in my home. The one person we were protecting, the one person who has so many comorbidities that if they got COVID, it would that would be it. We've done everything to protect them. When we go shopping, they don't go anywhere except for a ride or a walk or to the doctor. And they said, if anything happens to me, it's going to happen to me if I go to a doctor because I have to go. So last Thursday, I took them to an appointment. I didn't go down because that was a non, I guess, health-related, it was just a a regular routine, I, and they went, and they came back, and we got in the car, and I I brought them home, and I went shopping for groceries, and came back, (laughs) and then Sunday, we get a call from the doctor that says one of their employees just tested positive for COVID, you need to go get a test right away. And I thought, three days later, we're the most contagious when we're asymptomatic. But for some reason, I was like, "Mm, we don't have COVID. Because if, if they got the virus, it would have showed up super quick in, in that type of environment that their body is in. But either way, we went and took the test. And I know my son got super paranoid and he was you know, washing his hands all the time. And I'm like, it's been here for three days, if it's here. If it's here, we probably all have it, or none of us have it. And since none of us are showing symptoms, and we are on day four, I think we're okay. But just the thought of losing health brought back that appreciation for health. Things like, hey, I can breathe. Hey, I feel like exercising. Hey, I'm going to be even more cautious now, at least in this time where we ride this wave. But the most beautiful part of 2021 was that we have learned what the light at the end of the tunnel means. We can prepare for that light. What I thought was, my God, if this was 2020, what the heck is 2021 going to be like? And all I see is light. Because every single one of us has grown deeper, has grown more conscious. If we ever needed help, we can find it. We really just have to look for it because it is 
there. Any kind of support we need, there's a group to help us with our emotions. There's many more suicide hotlines. There's help with addictions, people who can't go out. There's help for the homeless. Because what we realize and what this virus has taught us is that we cannot leave anyone behind. Anyone who has it can spread it. It doesn't matter who we are. It doesn't matter what color we are. It doesn't matter where we live. It doesn't matter how much education we have. It doesn't matter if everyone in the world knows who you are or not. Only matters that you are a human being. We have started paying attention to paying attention. We started thinking before we act. The one thing 2020 taught us is that we cannot be spontaneous. We, we just, we don't have that luxury. We have to cover our faces when we're around each other. We have to be careful about being in an indoor space, an indoor closed space. We found out we can go out and play all we want. And if we don't wear a mask outside and we're running, as long as we stay away from each other enough, far enough, that we have a chance. I go walking a lot, and there's a canyon by my house that I go to. And at first, when we didn't know what was going on, and everybody was wearing a mask inside and outside, I was wearing my mask. And, you know, going for a walk and, and taking everyone with me that in our house. And we just go and just encourage each other for that day. Forget what tomorrow is. Let's make today great. And then I realized one day nobody was around but us. So it was just like being home, but we were outside. Pulled down my mask. And you know what happened? For the very first time. I noticed how great the the aroma of the trees and of the air was and it felt so good to breathe and I thought oh my gosh this smells like that pine scent the real pines and I couldn't believe it and it made me so happy and it like rested me and it made my my insides feel a part of the world I was in. And I said, wow, and all that is just from smelling something. So now we're walking into 2021 with appreciation, with strength, with a feeling like we are all overcoming this, that we are together that we can help each other, that the haves and the have-nots are the same, that when we need to, we show up. This strength and this level of appreciation 
is our biggest tool for the revivals we are going to see in 2021. This time next year, December 29th, 2021, imagine what our conversation would be. And I really want you to do that. Imagine it. Think it through. Write it down. Where will I be on December 29th, 2021? Where do I want to be? What do I want to have done based on what I know today? Everything we're losing, what looks like we're losing. Oh, my God, this is happening. And oh, my God, that is happening. Is going to be, oh, my God, this is happening. Oh, wow. And that's happening. We are going to be revived. There is nothing old about walking into 2021. There's nothing bad or scary or something that's going to, you know, hurt us even more. We have a ways to go. We do have to stay on this track for some time. But there is a light at the end of this tunnel that we are in. And being in a tunnel, we have to remain with this tunnel vision that we need. But the kinds of goals you make in this time could be reading certain books, exercising, stretching your body, doing or making a list of all the things you've always put off but you really wanted to do. And remind yourself that this time, the way we have this time, is it's going to end, but it's like we're still on vacation in a way. And if any of us end up, because I was just as close as Anybody, even being careful, that COVID entered our household. And I had to adjust mentally and say, okay, what are our chances? What would happen? How would I deal with that? We're not immune to it. I know we're getting immunizations, but we are at the beginning and we are behind the eight ball in terms of timelines. Because we still need to be where we are at, to have the tools to be able to live in this new world that's coming before us. Do you remember when I told you when I first saw Christ that there was this sieve and my whole life went in the sieve and we kept shaking it and shaking it and everything that fell out, I was like, oh my God, that too? And that And this, and I couldn't believe all the stuff that was leaving us. Happening in life right now. I can't tell you how many women are just living in their natural hair color. How many women have written on different forums how happy they are. That they don't have to get up and do their face and do their hair and how much more time they have. Not doing their face, their hair, their clothing, 
getting everything ready, getting the kids ready to leave, driving to work, not realizing that took them hours before they even started their day. How many men said, I couldn't remember the last time I sat with my children before this. Now we're all in this house together, and it was hard at first because we did not know each other more than short spurts of quality time, meaning we all just did fun things together. But we didn't do the mundane stuff we do every day. And now here we are. My kids are all over my free time. And I'm all over theirs. Appreciating things like having a computer and being able to reach out to others that we love. Missing, missing each other also did, which is a big one, is that all the people who were stressing us, we couldn't take any more stress than we were facing in our daily lives because so much has changed so fast that it told us who to step back from for a while And who we can handle because there's some of us that put these unrealistic demands on others and then if they don't deliver, we're mad at them. Well, that's a huge pressure in a time when it's already pressured in our world. We cannot make others do what we want them to do. And if we do that, we're going to lose every time. Do what we want them to do. It is not in heart. And hopefully the ones who push others to do that or the ones being pushed have figured out how to balance their relationship. We have come a long way. As Christ would always say, things change most when they are quiet. And in every single way, everything's been dialed back to quiet, has been dialed back to that fork in the road. And whatever decision we make now, we have a choice. We can say things like, ah, do I really love that? Do I really want to give my time to that? Will I, will I do it justice? Because if my heart isn't in it, it's going to be really hard for me to pull this one off. Do I want to add more stress to my life now that I found a sense of peace? Can I look at my life differently? Can I say, wow, instead of thinking that nothing's going on, why don't I look at what is going on? I wake up every day. I get to make my favorite coffee or Whatever I drink or eat in the morning, I get to do that. I have the food. I have the cupboard to put it in. I just woke up from a bed. I have a bathroom in my home. I know that sounds crazy. But I live in Southern California. And not only is the coronavirus off the charts, and we have zero, zero beds. Our hospitals right now in Southern California are in this, what they call a critical care mode, 
where there's a lot of stuff you don't get. And last night, we had a rough night here. I knew that they were in trouble. And all I could think was, and I I slept with that thought, and I had to give it to God. And all my thought was, if anything happens, I can't even get this person to a hospital. We basically don't have hospitals available. Hospitals are turning away emergency ambulances that are coming to them. Not all of them, but some of them just cannot take another patient. We don't have the manpower to take care of them. We can always make space in tents. Don't have the health care workers, considering the numbers or the population of California, or at least in Southern California for now. And I had to think about that. But I had to trust in my ability to do my best. I had to trust in God in a way that said, hey, this is scaring the heck out of me before I sleep. I got up and checked overnight to make sure things were okay. But I had to come to a reckoning within myself that I can only do my best every day. And whatever's in my power, I will do. We've learned how important it was for us to give ourselves time, for us to give ourselves space so that we can then help anybody else. The spontaneity is gone for now and it got replaced with deliberate thoughts where we say, you know what, this is what I want to do This is why I want to do it. I'm willing to give it time. I'm willing to give it my energy. I'm willing to give it my heart. I really love my children. I love who they've become. Yes, it was hard getting here, but wow. I've heard that from so many parents. I didn't realize my son was so smart. I didn't realize my son is super fidgety even on a Zoom call, even though he's home, when he's stuck in a classroom. I've taught him to break it up in time. Hey, maybe I should teach myself that. If there's one common denominator that we all have is that We have all changed. Good, bad, or indifferent, we have all changed. No one is who they were last year at this time. And that's easy to say every year, but this year it takes on a whole nother level of thought. And 2020, here we come. We come with strength. We come with appreciation. We're walking in with our eyes wide open. I'm looking forward to this year, and I I can't even tell you exactly why, but I do feel that renewed sense of hope, that renewed sense of caring with each other, 
every interaction means something. Now that time's gone by, we're starting to reach out to people we haven't reached out to since this pandemic came. Last year at this time, we were just starting to hear about something going on, never thinking it would be here. If someone told us last year at this time, we would be wearing masks, we wouldn't believe them. Or that we lost so many beautiful souls and families that have been affected to this level. And by now, there isn't anyone that was not affected or doesn't know someone or at least knows someone who knows someone. And in the beginning, I was like, gosh, I don't know anyone. Well, now I do. And now I almost was so far. Think in love. My time is up. I love you guys. I will see you tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.